Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you so much for joining me. Today I wanna to talk about the combination of inflation and interest rates while investing and some of the things you need to be thinking about as the market progresses in the next year, um, maybe year and a half. And so um, basically I'm kind of be looking in that window. So this is more for short term, um, just trying to predict what's going to happen. Less important for long-term investors, obviously. Now, from uh, you know current situation, we have relatively high inflation, inflation we haven't seen in, in many, many years, and increasing interest rates. We're currently going back several years now. Uh, I think home rates are above 5%. We have the Fed increasing by half a percent, the Fed funds rate, and possible maybe two more of those here coming up within the year, um, and maybe a little bit higher than that. So maybe another point and a quarter, maybe a little bit higher than that. So the thing I want to talk about with that is asset prices. Um, so we'll talk about stocks. We'll talk about real estate and crypto and bonds. Now, I don't talk a lot about crypto, but um, point is, is that it is another asset class that people are investing in. And I'll, I'll, I'll touch on it briefly. Now, for first off stocks. Now, in the short term, they are down. Um, real estate is slightly rising and flattening, in my opinion. And crypto is down overall in the last, you know, really the time frame is three months to six months. Crypto's down as well. And bonds are slightly up, mainly due to interest rates. Now, if you're thinking about stocks and the, these different asset classes and why they're going the way they are, looking at stocks and looking at um, bonds, they're basically flipped, right? As the yield increases on bonds, the value of, st the value of stocks decreases because the risk, you know, basically the, um, yeah, the risk premium starts to decline between the two, right? You basically get the same amount of return on the stocks relatively to what you did before. And so you're paying slightly higher for bonds and slightly less for stocks because the risk premium isn't quite as high. Now on the real estate, as we see increasing inflation, this is the thing that in my opinion is propping up prices at the moment because it's a hard asset, right? It's very difficult to, you know, they can't overcome lumber prices. They can't overcome all these inputs into the housing market. Um, and so that's that's kind of my prediction there. The thing with uh, real estate prices is we start to see um, interest rates possibly going up anywhere, again, from point and a quarter, at least through the remainder of this year, um, possibly up another 2%. Um, now, I, that may be on the higher side. But seeing rates get to three and a quarter, three and a half percent, I still think we could we could possibly see real estate prices, not real estate prices, interest rates on very good uh, folks who have good interest, uh, sorry, good uh, credit, go above seven, go around seven percent, maybe slightly above seven percent. I think there's a scenario where it goes up to ten percent, but I, again, I don't think inflation is going to run that hot. Um, but for, for too long, um, especially with these increasing rates, but we'll have to see that. I do think the interest rates will continue to rise. I, I know right now, probably five to five and a half is probably what you're going to get. Maybe a little bit lower than that for folks with excellent credit. Um, but for the average, you're probably playing over five and a quarter right now. And if we see rates continue to rise, it's not a one for one. So if we see interest rates rise by 2%. It's not like we're going to see real estate interest rates rise by the same amount, but it is a good indicator that those things may um, start to rise. Um, 
And if we do see instability in that, you could see these mortgage companies needing to raise those rates to just hedge their bets on if inflation continues to go high. On the crypto side, um, they howard down in the short term. And honestly, I have no prediction for the long term. And it's mainly because it's just an unpredictable asset. There's no real uh, cycle. It has not performed the way it's supposed to um, theoretically. And so it can't really give a prediction to something that's actually never um, really been challenged this way. Um, and they haven't acted the way they're supposed to thus far, at least in a short term period. Now, from a bonds perspective, I touched on this slightly, uh, uh, you know, briefly earlier. From a bonds perspective, they are slightly up, and that's mainly due to the increasing interest rates. Has very, very little to do with increasing inflation. And as bonds continue to rise, we'll see a decrease in stock prices, as we mentioned earlier. So if we start to see a slowing down of interest rates, we'll start to see that reverse on the stocks and bonds. Now, to touch a little bit on why that's important and why that happens, that that um, that relationship between um, uh, stocks and bonds mainly has to do with a risk premium and the discount rate. So as I mentioned and I touched on earlier, the risk premium is basically the difference between a more risk off asset versus a riskier asset. So relatively, if you're buying a good, uh, you know, forget AAA bond or whatever the whatever the uh, non-junk bonds are, everything above a non-junk bond, it's, it's going to be uh, a, probably more secure than a stock. And so typically what you'll see is um, there's going to be the difference between the yield on the bond and a, uh, you know, the average stock. It's basically your risk premium. And so as bond yields start to go up um, and basically stock yields go down, that risk premium starts to shrink. And so you pay more for the bond pay less for the stock. And, and also what changes here is your discount rate. So as the cost of uh, debt goes up due to increasing interest rates or inflation or whatever it is, um, the, the, uh, the discount rate, your cost of capital uh, could go up. And what that causes you to do is discount your free cash flows back at a higher rate, which causes your um, company to be less, like, less valuable. And so those combinations is, in my opinion, why we're seeing stock prices go down in, uh, you know, also in correlation with, in my opinion, an almost impending recession. So we've seen well, at least one quarter now of negative GDP growth. I predict that more than likely, I'd say 90% chance we're going to see another quarter, which means we would have officially a recession. Um, typically, recessions are felt, um, you know, they're kind of a lagging indicator more so than anything else um, than a leading indicator. But the point is, is that mo more than likely, if a recession does occur, we'll continue to see stocks continue to slide. We may see bonds start to see a little bit of support and more interest there. But honestly, the bond market's been a really, honestly, not too great. We have seen treasury bonds doing decently well, I think. Um, real estate, again, has done phenomenal. Crypto has done nothing. Um, and delivered nothing to what it has uh, basically said it was was kind of meant for um, as kind of an inflation hedge as well as um, well mainly an inflation hedge. It's just not acting like that like the asset class. It's 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 uh, it's kind of pitched as. So those are my thoughts on 
combination of, uh, of investing in a market with a high inflation and high interest rate or increasing interest rates. Um, it's definitely a unique situation. We haven't seen this in several, um, you know, probably a couple decades now. Um, and so it's an interesting thing and a thought, you know, thought provoking just to kind of go through there um, and what what's probably going to happen in the one year outlook. So I hope you enjoyed this video. Um, you know, I had a fun time doing it. It's just, you know, just kind of getting my thoughts out there for my subscribers. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing. I do videos on personal finance, investing, and stock analysis. My name is Frank, Frank Finance.